For after all, we have the promise of his presence with us always. Furthermore, he holds up by his word of power and love the whole creation, and he wrote the score by which it sings his praises. All throughout the earth he sets his goodness like a door into the unseen realm, and all things shout his glory and reveal his majesty, compassion, greatness, power, and more. Welcome to the Inverse Theology Project. I'm T.M. Moore. This is Volume 20, Number 2, Creational Theology. The Bible is clear that God reveals himself to us not only through his word, but through his world as well. Creation declares the praises of God, demonstrates his wisdom, celebrates his goodness, displays his power, and provokes us to consider his mysteries. But just as we must learn to read, study, and understand the Bible, this must also be true if we are to learn God from the creation. The heavens and all creation declare the glory of God, and our duty is to learn how to discern, declare, and celebrate his glory as we see it there. Here is part one of a new essay series entitled, Creation's Praise. I might be anywhere. I might be doing, well, anything at all, when gradually I am aware of an ethereal wooing. No words are being spoken, and I see no former figure who might be the source of what I am sensing. Yet it's plain to me that I am being summoned by a force who will not be ignored, and who desires my full attention here and now. Of course, I know this voice, to which my soul aspires above all else, but I'm not always quick to hear when he is calling. Many mires detain me, and I do not always pick up on his invitations right away. He seeks by diverse avenues to prick my insulation when I start to stray from him, or when I need reminding that he's with me every moment of the day, for he will shimmer from a blown leaf at me, wink down from some distant star at night, calm me by the aroma from a vat of soup or loaf of bread in progress, light my mind with sudden insight, broad or terse, send some before unnoticed blessing right across my path, or call to mind a verse of scripture read not long ago, but not yet apprehended. When high winds disperse the clouds, or when the sunlight marks a spot upon the hillside, as I listen to some earworm, scrub a cheese-encrusted pot, put on my socks and shoes, or as I do my work each day, I'll hear him calling me to draw aside and come to meet him through the veil which he has rent, that I might see him, gaze upon his beauty, look into his face, and meditate on him, and be transformed. Then there's nothing left to do but close the eyes of flesh, and open wide the heart's eye, that the spirit might push through the world's noise and my sinfulness and pride, and draw me sweetly to the Savior's side. For after all, we have the promise of his presence with us always. Furthermore, he holds up by the word of power and love the whole creation, and he wrote the score by which it sings his praises. All throughout the earth he sets his goodness like a door into the unseen realm, and all things shout his glory and reveal his majesty, compassion, greatness, power, and more. Without a word he speaks continually that we might know him, give him thanks and praise, and come into his presence freely. Never mind that we take little note of all the cues which from his throne he sends our way. Though we regard creation with indifference, think it 
dumb as revelation from our God and Lord, and so look to it only for what we require. And though we use God's holy word for knowledge of his will primarily, and so neglect its role as portal to the unseen realm, still God speaks constantly through each of these. He summons us to do due diligence in seeking him, to set aside all other occupations, few or many, to be still, sink in, and let his presence slip out from behind the veil through which he beckons, until we have met him, and his glory's weight comes on our frail flesh and our trembling soul, and thus we know him past mere knowledge and beyond the pale of time and things. As pulse and breathing slow, look in his face to see the glory there. Let him engulf you. Let his presence grow around you. Settle. Focus. Let his care for you make this event and everywhere. But I'm getting much too far ahead. We can participate in God, that is. We can have fellowship with him when led by him, responding eagerly to his sublime but certain summons to look through the moment and its things to gain what is behind the icon's window, where the true, the beautiful, the good, yes, even he who never changes summons us unto himself. Of course, this presupposes we know him, at least to some extent, and that we are inclined to seek him and to see him by his own appointed methods at his chosen times. Indeed, that we believe that we can come before him thus, and that we long to do so. If we would receive his invitation, we must first desire it, even seek it, for we surely grieve the Holy Spirit unless we inquire of him to help us see the Lord and wait on him. Without him, nothing will transpire of mystery or grace. Look to the state of your own dispositions. Do you seek his presence? Do you long to cultivate his fellowship beyond what words can speak? If not, then why not? What could bring your soul more joy and gladness than the slightest peak of him who by his glory makes you whole? Where could you know more hope, more happiness? When to his summons you yield all control, you'll say to Jesus, Amen, Lord, and yes, and he will draw you and will surely bless. And so we must prepare our souls for such encounters. This requires first turning to God's word. The scriptures are the source of much explicit teaching on the theme of who is speaking to us through creation. They affirm the presence of God's glory through created things. The word has much to say as well concerning what we should expect as we seek Jesus by whatever way he chooses to reveal himself. Neglect the word and we will neither hear him when he calls nor care that we are derelict in this important duty of what men are charged with as the image bearers of the Lord. Attend to scripture daily then. Let its light be the light into the love of God as he reveals himself throughout creation. From creation, look above to where God rules in glory. Angels shout his praises and departed saints convey our prayers like incense to him. Do not doubt that what the scriptures and creation say together is the truth and contemplate creation in the light of God's word. Pay attention to his spirit as you wait on him to manifest his glory. You will find him as you seek and meditate and listen to his voice as it comes through both channels of his revelation. He who summons will declare himself to you, but you must wait on him expectantly, believing that his glory you will see. 
Visit our website, www.ialba.org, to discover the wealth of resources available to help you grow in your walk with and work for the Lord. Next in Volume 20, Historical Theology, we continue our study of Brendan of Clonfort as he continues his quest to realize the promised land of the saints. Until then, for the Fellowship of Ialba and the Inverse Theology Project, this is T.M. Lord.